From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Tora was born in September of last year. Uh, initially, everything seemed to be fine. She was eating okay, moving okay. But towards the end of the year, around mid-December to beginning of January, we started to notice that she was moving a bit less uh, compared to the other babies that were born around the same time. I remember it was the 17th of January when my wife sent me a video while I was at work of her movements, especially her legs, and a friend of hers, uh, daughter, who was about the same age, and the difference was huge. And then I just googled uh, the phrase that baby doesn't move her legs. And the first result that came out in a discussion forum was about spinal muscular atrophy. I didn't have any idea what it was. Uh, and spending a bit of time, I realized that it's something very significant and it could be even life-threatening. So I came home straight away, uh, took all of us to the nearest emergency room, uh, which was actually just five minutes walk from where we used to live in London at the time. And we said that we were concerned about whether she has, or whether Tora has spinal muscular atrophy or SMA. So we went, I think it was on the 5th of February, where we had, uh, or Tora had a physiotherapy assessment, her gross motor skills and the fine motor skills. And also she had a test called electromyography or EMZ test. And it's really the first step to diagnose whether the baby has any neuromuscular disorders. And when the results came in, they, they didn't tell us what it was, but I guess they kind of suspected what it could be. Uh, so they asked us to do a blood test for genetic conditions and said that it would take about two to three weeks to get the results back. Uh, so we had an appointment in the Children's Hospital in London on 28th of February where we were given the news that Tora has SMA. And at the time, she was given the diagnosis of type 1 of SMA, which is the most severe form. Uh, this was mainly because her symptoms appeared before her six months birthday. And when we looked at what SMA type 1 means, of course, we were, our, our world basically collapsed. Uh, we, we read about that her say expected uh, lifespan is not more than two years we should just take her home love her and wait for conditions to deteriorate but at the same time there were some aspects of her diagnosis which probably we realized that it probably put her in a slightly stronger category which is SMA type 2 so we, we were hoping that she is more like type 2 rather than type 1 and in the meantime, we were researching for what 
uh, treatment we could uh, access in England or even outside. So we sort of started to explore whether we could move to either some country in Europe or to the US to access different either spinraza or gene therapy, which was in the trial phase at that time. Uh, I talked to my employer, uh, GSA Capital, and we have a branch office in New York. And I, I asked if I could get a transfer to our New York office. And luckily, uh, uh, my employer was looking for someone of my skills uh, to be based in the US office. We arrived in New York on 29th of April, so about three, three months ago. Uh, three to four months ago and we looked at different hospitals where there were trials of this gene therapy going on at the time. We met the team at Nationwide Children's on 14th of May and they did classify her as a type 2 uh, given that she could sit independently by the time we came here. That is one of the milestones that they look for uh, in terms of classification. After a few weeks, uh, it was repeat. The enrollment was repeatedly postponed, and in the meantime, while we were waiting, there was a FDA approval for the treatment on twenty fourth of May, and FDA approved uh, the treatment for children up to two years of age and regardless of type of SMA. When we uh, submitted our application. We were expecting a denial, uh, which came on 25th of June. But on the same day, United Healthcare expanded their coverage uh, for up to the FDA level, which is two years of age and uh, any type of SMA with three up to three copies of SMN2 gene. Uh, and actually on 25th of June, first I saw the expanded criteria from United Healthcare. And after about two hours later, I got the refusal letter, which was a bit of a strange day. So we had to submit an internal appeal, which was sent out on 9th of July. There was one small criteria that Tora didn't actually qualify, uh, which was the CHOP intense score of her physical condition. Uh, the policy stated that the minimum score requirement is 40 out of 64 and Tora had scored 37 on the day she was assessed in the middle of May. Uh, it was really a, a matter of timing because when, by the time she was assessed, she had already about two hours of different physical tests and uh, tests by the doctors. She was hungry and sleepy, so she was not in a mood to put in her best effort and 37 we realized that it was much lower than she could have done. So after a few phone calls to United Healthcare we were told that a decision would be made on 18th of July and we asked for a re-evaluation re of her chopping 10 which happened on 17th of July and she got 44 which was more like what we had expected. Uh, our physiotherapist sent me the report almost immediately at around 1 p.m. And I faxed it to three different phone numbers that I had uh, of United Healthcare so that they had the report before the close of business on 17th. And on the morning of 18th July, when we were at our routine physiotherapy uh, session, uh, we do it at a clinic near our home. 
the uh, special needs family advisor from uh, United Healthcare called me and said that Torah has been approved. And as you can expect, it was an amazing moment. Uh, I was outside the building when we talked and just came in inside, told my wife, uh, told, the, told our physiotherapist and everyone started to, uh, it was, there were tears of joy, a few high fives to celebrate. And it was an amazing time. Uh, in the three weeks that, uh, that has passed since the treatment, we see some small improvements. Nothing major, but I guess every little helps. And with time, hopefully, there will be more, uh, more significant improvements. We are hopeful about the future, and it's, let's see where we can get to now. Thank you. Join Bloomberg in San Francisco or virtually on May 7th for the Future Investor, Data-Powered Transformations. This 2024 event series will examine how data is not only playing a pivotal role in investment decisions, but serves as a driving force behind the construction of innovative, investable enterprises. This series is proudly sponsored by Invesco QQQ. Register at BloombergLive.com slash Future Investor slash Radio.